Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook because why wouldn't you do that? Um, and if I'm being if I'm being completely honest, um, this podcast is actually brought to you by the Democratic National Convention. What? What? I can't say that? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. <laughs> and uh, big old blank silence because Johnny had stuff to do, and that's fine. Life happens. Um, but there's some very interesting stuff going on, um, pretty recent news. So we thought that we would get our buddy Jer back on. Jer, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, my stomach's a little turned up upside down right now but you know what you get sometimes you just got to persevere and stick through it to get this uh content out so i'm doing okay otherwise that's good to hear and i'm sure your fans will appreciate it yeah well you know i hope they understand that i could be just laying down on the couch right now and (laughs) (laughs) this is this is the rest of my night is sitting in this chair and editing and stuff like that but i i happily do it so um yeah, like I said, Johnny's got a, uh, you know, he's he's building a deck, and that's not like some sort of metaphor. Like he's he's literally building a deck. That's uh, that's what he's got going on right now, and he's got family in town to help him out with that. And apparently there was some big crisis. I'm sure he'll be happy to go through it next week or whatever. Um, but uh, Jer uh, contacted me on Slack. He's like, hey, you know, there's some there's some stuff going on. Uh, pretty hot news right now and uh, you know it's I I tried to look up some of it and I got as far as Google searching it and uh, looking at the website uh, va- like very briefly but you know I guess we're talking about QAnon today yeah so I guess what had happened in the news recently is they've really been targeting the QAnon thing um, okay, and explain explain that because honestly, I don't know a lot about it, and, and maybe some of our listeners don't either. Yeah, that's for sure. So QAnon is an alias or, or poses as a group of people basically that claim that they have Q level clearance, which is high security clearance, and that they're working alongside with uh, the president of the United States. Okay. And the purpose of Q, it started on 4chan and then migrated to 8chan, and the purpose of it was to basically psyop people into waking up, like to start looking into the corruption themselves by dropping breadcrumbs because it's they can't come out and just give you the information because it is classified. And they okay. also say that like people could not handle the truth as it is currently. And then we're not even talking about like extraterrestrials or any of this stuff. We're just talking about the corruption that's right. going on and the money embezzlement and the cabal and like all that and the, the child rings that are associated with these people that is apparently right. uh sorry my dog's someone rang my doorbell it's, for whatever reason it's okay it's okay and yeah that that's what q's basically doing is he's been dropping posts since october 28th of 2017 and he has been doing it pretty consistently. The longest break he's ever taken was just past. It was about two, three weeks long that he went silent for. And uh, okay. 
So the media, and so basically what has happened now is the media, this, this thing has picked up so much momentum. The media is really, really trying to discredit it. And even some people that are part of the alternative news are trying to discredit it. And it's kind of becoming this big mess where they're trying to paint the people following Q as a cult. And that's kind okay. of each person's decision to make up whether they believe it or not by going through the evidence, which there's a lot of. Because the Q post, he's done 1,825 posts since October. And those were all what you linked out on uh, that that website, correct? Yeah, QAnon.pub has all the posts that he has done and will do like as they as new ones come up, these people put them on with the links and everything associated to them. Okay. And uh, when he drops these breadcrumbs, he basically drops them for what they call like the autistics or the anons to go and take that information and start digging into it and, and start actually trying to unfold, like figure out these riddles or these, these vague descriptions that he's putting out and try to find connections to them. And these people are coming up with, you know, uh, the, the connections between the members, the, how they covered certain things up and, you know, various things like that of that show you that, you know, there is a there is a lot of corruption there was and that Trump was never supposed to be elected. They were going to try and rig it. They, they rigged the election against Bernie. They rigged okay. the election against Trump, but he won anyways. And okay. yeah, that's that's what QAnon is. And I kind of wanted to go into while we're here, like a few of the things that makes people believe QAnon's real. Okay. And some of the things that make people think QAnon's fake and kind so, of the so, bigger picture of it. Okay. So just so I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, QAnon is, is a an anonymous group? Yeah. Or is it an individual? They claim they're a group. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. With, with high-level clearance into the government and controlled structure of, of, of the government. Yeah, they claim that they have everything. Like, So I'm assuming one of them is associated with the NSA because they, they claim that they have all the backup servers. They have all texts, all emails. They've showed pictures from inside Air Force One. They've showed pictures from right after bills have been signed by Trump. Like They, they are basically wow. trying to show that they're very close to Trump. And Trump has done things like, um, like Trump has done in the past. There's one incident where an anon asked Q if he, Trump would say a certain line or if he could get someone to say a certain line. It was, I think it was tippity top shape or something like that. So on, I have one video actually, I'll link it to you, but it's Trump and he's at the Easter egg roll speech from the Truman balcony. And at about – this is a two-minute video. It was published by Time on April 2nd. And at about 59, 58 seconds is right before he says it. He says, we like to keep this place in tippity-top shape. And that's oh around – the gosh. like that's about a week or two after this Anon had posted it. And Q took that post and put up and said, did you hear it? Wow. Yeah. And then there was the other day when he signed one of the bills, he signed it with the number 1776 below it. And that was – the 1776 post was the post that – if you're on QAnon Pub right now, mm-hmm. I'll go I down am. to seventy seventy six and read it out. Okay, that's gonna take me a bit here. I'm scrolling. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's so many to go through. Seventeen eighty six, eighty four, seventy eight. Uh, without the pen of the author, the uh, the pen of the author of Common Sense, the sword of Washington would have been raised in vain. 
John Adams. Yeah, and then the picture shows it Donald Trump's signature yeah. and then the number 1776. And that's wow. the presidential White House pen that's above it. Now, obviously, you can fake these pictures. That is possible. Sure. Um, but yeah, that and because 1776 has the historical meaning to it as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the you see in the picture next to them, you have the people in the queue outfits. And you see on that one, he says, how often does the presidential part, part motorcade honk upon request? And they've been, hon- yeah, they've been honking for these people. And then in <laughs> one of his rallies, I think it was not the one in Pennsylvania, but the one in Florida that he had. Um, he pointed when he came out, he pointed at somebody holding a Q sign. And later Q said, can we get like, can anyone send in a video of that person? If he, if you were recording it, please send in a video of it. We'd like to have it. And yeah, so it's wow. it's interesting, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, so so for you said they had him insert a uh, something into a speech. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that sort of like out them out as you. being well, whoever the anonymous poster is, you know, like if they're um, if somebody's requesting for them to say tippity top shape. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, and then, and then they obviously relay that message to the president in some form, whether mm-hmm. it's in, in the, you know, teleprompter or whatever. Yeah. Um, you would think that at a certain point, the, the presidency or the, his staff would, would sort of be able to out these people. Why is that not, is that not something that they've tried to do yet? Uh, do you mean by out these people? Are you referring to like him, the president, actually coming out publicly and confirming that he has a connection with Q? Well, I, and I don't know. I don't know what. So as far as I'm understanding, QAnon is just sort of like an insider that's leaking information, correct? Yeah, leaking breadcrumbs. Yeah, to okay, lead so... people to information. Yeah. So what, I mean, what kind of negative impact would that have on the president if there was this person that had infiltrated the the government or around him, what kind of negative impact would that be for him to, you know, publicly show who that person is? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I haven't really even thought about that that much because I'm so convinced that the media won't ever directly ask him. But okay. it, and I hope they do like that to me watching all this go down I, I think that that is the final like that's what it would take for me to completely believe this because all of this mm-hmm. is quite impressive and I can't imagine somebody would spend almost a year going through all this um, just for a prank like it's right. possible but it, it's doubtful and then another thing that has recently come up was that they found out that some of the trip codes that Q's been using, which he's used, I can't remember what the exact number is, but it's over like a thousand different trip codes he's used. These okay. trip codes are numbers that actually, that if you go into Google um, Books, they take you to books. If you punch the number in, it'll take you to a book. And all these books that it's going to are all disclosure books, like Extraterrestrial, Secret Space Program, mm-hmm. all these okay. things, like specifically. So he's he's dropping, and this is so premeditated. Like the way this is going out, it seems so premeditated. So I I don't know what the negative impact would be. I I assume if it happened right now, 
I don't know how how that would go down or how that would react. I'm really not sure. Like I, okay. I, I really don't know. It's it's a well, weird and, one. And if they, you know, if QAnon is has infiltrated enough, you gotta assume that there's more than one person that's around the president. You know what I'm it's saying? It's not that they've infiltrated. It's that they are part of it and they're aiding the president. It's the other way around. Gotcha. Like the president gotcha. brought, like, if you believe this whole narrative, the president was uh, approached three years prior to him running mm-hmm. by different people of of the military and different branches of the military, asking him to run, and then they'd work in unison. Because we said on the on this before that you know Trump's one player at a, on a chessboard. Like he's not, but he's not the king. He's not he's not the one playing chess. He's just one of the pieces, and he is holding. He does hold like a big role in this, but he couldn't do it without the military or the intelligence community helping him and protecting him because he he'd be dead like JFK by now. Yeah. So. That these they're okay. working in unison, and this is their method that they believe I think is the best method of um, getting information out there and cheap teaching people discernment. And because one of the things he keeps saying is like, you know, you have to think for yourself, you have to look for yourself, you have to all those things, right? He's not telling mm-hmm. anyone to solely believe him, but he does say a lot of the times, like, do you believe in coincidences? How many like how many coincidences does it take, kind of thing, before you start to believe? Okay. But there's a few things also that um, work against him too, like things that he said were going to happen that didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay, so these people that are around the president were just regular government officials that were somehow brought into this QAnon group is what you're saying. I'm saying that they start these government officials started the QAnon thing supposedly if you believe the narrative if if you believe that that's the case what they're saying then yeah that's it but there's other people that believe it's just a like a LARP like a live action role play like a person okay. basically just fucking around or a big prank that um someone pulled and it just went too far like that's what the media is trying to say mm. and that's why I wanted to bring this up because if you google QAnon right now You'll notice about like two solid pages worth of news articles saying that it's a conspiracy, it's a hoax, it's this. Like they're in full panic mode because according to Q, there's been about 50 million that are like watching, like following Q actively and about 350 million that Q has reached out to worldwide that have seen it or or looked at the information or something to do with it. And that scares the shit out of the, you know, the establishment. Sure. Now, what's the what's the difference between <clears throat> a group like QAnon and then a group like Anonymous, who's just trying to bring light to these situations? What's what's the difference between the two? So Anonymous is like a cyber vigilante group, um, mm-hmm. and Anonymous has actually just recently said they're going to find out who Q is and out them, because Anonymous, mm-hmm. I, I I think Anonymous started. Uh, with the right intentions, but I do think that over time they were found out and they were infiltrated. I don't think they're the same anonymous they were. I don't think they're the same anonymous that hacked like the Sony PlayStation server um, or that, you know, used to do hacks and leak information. I don't think they're that same anonymous uh, that did those kinds of things. Q is just using that platform because they know that the people that, that basically reside in 8chan and 4chan are people that, 
like they're notorious for for basically getting shit done and researching and never stopping like they're that's why they call them autists like they they just when they get on something they just go hard okay. and they, they don't know how to stop and that's what they do is they these guys get these drops from Q they take them and then they try connecting dots with them and you'll see you know every so often someone will pull up something that is all these connected dots that tie into what Q's saying with timestamps and it just you're just like holy shit like I never would have imagined that or the person that find out that the trip codes were used as Google book uh, references like how the mm. fuck does someone even figure that out but these guys do yeah I mean that's a good that's a good question. I'm just really I mean it seems like it's just such a like a big like a big deal. Like I'm trying to wrap my head around it all and trying to learn sort of on the fly. <laughs> it, just like what It's very difficult to really fully explain what it is if you haven't been following it for a while. Right. Um right. it definitely is, but it, it I think that's why right now is a good time to kind of talk about it cuz with the media painting it, I don't want people to instantly brush it off. I would hope that they would at least go and look for themselves and sure. see why the media is so scared right now cuz any people need to understand if what's they're saying is true, the media is is a propaganda arm for the deep state. So of course if they're freaking oh, out okay. like this all towards the same thing and none of them are looking at it from a center of the road point of view, they're all looking at it instantly as like, this is a cult. This is a conspiracy. This is this this is that they're telling you what to think immediately without letting you decide what they want. And there, and I will admit there are things that Hugh has said that he said things were going to happen and they didn't. And it is frustrating when it says that. And I, I'm not even a hundred percent convinced that he's real myself either at all, but I do think it's worth observing at least in watching how it goes. There's no harm in that. If nothing else, it's bringing awareness that that people need to start paying more attention to, you know, maybe underlying meaning. So, like, I've had, like, I've sort of thought for a a long while that news agencies are just as corrupt as politicians. I mean, they're all they're all paid off. And I mean, the structure of it is all top down. You know, if, if you got your guy up top who's wanting to push a certain agenda regardless of what the uh people working for the company think he's going to he's going to want it the way it's supposed to be you know so i uh i don't know i mean i can definitely see the the media propaganda side of it all um but i'll have to i'll have to keep up with this more because i'm just like i'm trying to (laughs) I'm trying to learn, like, uh, talking about Hillary Clinton here at 1818. I don't know exactly what what he's getting at with that. Do you see Which that one? post? 1818. It's time to learn the truth. Yeah. Uh, King, at King James is a great family man, incredible ball player, gives back to his community, isn't afraid to speak his mind. He's a world-class athlete and a class act. We need to be more like him. Uh, yeah. So the the person they're putting there before, Robert Byrd, KKK member, from my first day in Senate, I sought out this guidance and he was very generous. That's, so that was Hillary Clinton's, like Robert Byrd was Hillary okay. Clinton's major uh, influence when she was younger. She's, I oh, think, wow. yeah, and he was a KKK member. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand that with the Clintons and the Democrats and, and even with the Republicans like Senator McCain, or, uh, John McCain, there's a lot of 
things hidden in these people's past that they don't really need to worry about it coming to the surface because the only one that's going to do it is a private journalist and they're not going to get the same coverage as a mainstream journalist. And that's one of the skeletons in her closet is that one of her mentors and closest people in her lives was a former KKK member named Robert Byrd. Mm. And she, hmm. yeah, well, she's evil bitch. Let's be honest. I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. She's fucking <laughs> insane and psycho. Like I think. I think most politicians are are inherently, um, inherently trying to push their own agenda, regardless of what they want to sugarcoat it as. Um, so I think, you know, I think Donald Trump's got his own agenda he wants to push. I think Hillary Clinton, if she would have got the office. She would have had her own agenda. I think Bernie would have had his own agenda. I feel like anybody who holds that seat um, is going to be influenced by the power they hold. And uh, I think oftentimes that would pro- that's probably going to manifest itself into a bad situation. Yeah, it's too much power for one person to hold, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But also when it comes to like Hillary, uh, you know, she does have her own agenda, but her agenda and and they you know they do touch on this in Q is that there was a two parter to this series the the first mm-hmm. eight years was Barack Obama a week in the United States, the second and the last portion was Hillary Clinton's grand entrance where she was going to take the country and basically turn it into war, flood it with immigrants, and she was going to um, she was going to ruin America like she would have like that's what they're saying is that this was this was a sixteen year plan. And she was in the last eight years of it. And they never thought she was going to lose. And that's why they, all the things going on with this FISA document. Jumbled is experiencing technical difficulties. Please hang around. We'll be right back after this. Sorry about that, Jer. I don't know what happened to my Wi-Fi there. FISA, you were talking about FISA. Yeah, so the, I don't know how far did it get before it cut out on you. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, pretty much from the beginning. Just take it back to where you're talking about eight when you mentioned 1816, post-1816. Okay, yeah, so he keeps mentioning FISA, and he mentions the FISA. And for people that don't know, um, the FISA, like the FISA, that is... It's basically what they use to get to be able to spy on. Uh, it's the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. So it's what they needed to get a fake dossier made by a former MI6 agent. Um, I can't remember his name right now. I've said it before on here. His last name is Steele, but I can't remember his first name. Yeah, I don't know. It's Robert Steele or something like that. Anyways, they got it from him. He's a former MI6 agent. He has connections in Russia. They get this fake dossier. It has to be approved by James Comey to pass through and other judges who are all also corrupt as and part of this like little cabal or deep state, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And then they used that to spy on Carter Page, who is Trump's lawyer, and all his associates, which includes Trump during the 2016 election. So they mm. and this was done also like Barack Obama knew about this happening, and so did James Comey, so did Andrew McCabe, so did Peter Strzok, so did many judges. They all knew the information was complete bullshit, and that's why Q keeps mentioning it is because that that evidence is they're trying to bring it out right now. Like um, 
Congressman Nunes is desperately trying to get this document declassified for people to see with their own eyes so they can actually see the levels of corruption that these people will go to to get their power. Like they would have easily have done this plus rigging elections to get Trump not to be elected so that they could carry out this plan. And and Q's trying to say to people, you have no idea like how close we came. Like we, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Like this is a, it's bigger than you know. You're only seeing, like, you know, you're only seeing what they want you to see. And the media has just been absolutely insane the last two years with how they have like 90% negative coverage of Trump, despite the fact that he is doing, like the country's doing very, very well. Unemployment's the lowest it's ever been. Uh, people are happier with their jobs. There's more money flooding in. What is it? The economy's up like 4.1%. Yeah. Like, comparative to Barack Obama, like when you put them side by side, he's just like, this is what it looks like when somebody's not trying to handicap the country, when he's genuinely mm. trying to do his job. But these people weren't trying to do their job. They have an alternative motive that they were already picked and screened for before they even come in. And mm. they were always going to get these positions. Like it was, it's the election is a fucking, it's an illusion. Like it's not actually right. an election. They're, they're going to tell you who gets in. All right, guys, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook. They've got all the books. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. I, You know what? I don't have a problem saying things over and over again. I've got two kids. I do it all the time. The book that we're going to be talking about for the month of August is Failure is an Option by H. John Benjamin. Uh, you might know H. John Benjamin mostly from his voice acting stuff. He's uh, been Bob's Burgers. He's also a star of Archer. Uh, and he was also a can of mixed vegetables in 2015's Wet Hot American Summer. Might have caught that on Netflix. Um, he's just wanting to remind you that as much of a success as you might be, there's going to be some, some failures as well. Some of the ones that he uh, talks about would be uh, you know, work, where he's unable to deliver a sizzling fajita to his family, where a trip to P.F. Chang's fractures his family. So, fans of his character signature wit and voice will really, really enjoy this one. Uh, enjoy all of his failures, and appreciate a look into the life of the man behind the favorite shows. So, if that sounds like something that you would be interested in, head over Check it out. Again, this one is failure is an option, but I'll tell you what it is what isn't an option, and that's turning down the option to head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Because listen, if you don't get that free 30-day trial and a free audiobook, then an angel gets syphilis, and we all know that. Right. And that's that's one thing, another thing too, is I've thought about election rigging a lot and um and how there's no solid way to know that the results that we're getting are the actual results because it's all it's all you know they have their ballots and they put them through a scanner which who knows what the scanners are doing like the scanners could be changed or corrupted the software the firmware whatever it is all jacked up i mean nobody nobody actually knows so it's living in this digital era i feel like uh gives credence to a lot of what you're saying um it's i feel like a lot 
easier and probably more justified now to be um, more conspiratorial than it would be in the past. Or like skeptical. If you, or skeptical, <laughs> skeptical. Or skeptical. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to know because it's not like, it's not like you and your buddy are sitting down and tallying up the votes. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, yeah. And, and making sure that that information gets to the appropriate party. You know, it's... Yeah, I do. And and you don't yeah. even know, like, if you go and look into this sometimes, the companies that might provide the voting machines, if you follow it up the line, like, let's say it's the company's name is, like, Amex, or, like, just for example. Sure. And you're like, okay, Amex. And then you see the CEO's name. And you're like, okay, that guy. And then you find out Amex is actually owned by the Open Source Foundation, which is owned mm-hmm. by George Soros. And then you're like, huh, okay. Yeah. Like, and that, that's one thing you notice that with a lot of these things is that there's connections through business that you may not even know are there. And even furthermore, like QAnon has really tried to highlight certain things that have been going on this year that have not gotten coverage, which is the fact that more CEOs have stepped down in the last two years than ever before. The sealed mm-hmm. indictments are up to 45,000 and they've got them broken down now into which state that they're in, like to how to where they're each state that has how many indictments. Which is indictments also for for what sealed Just indictments in- for arrest? Oh, okay. Yeah, which is unheard of. It's never been this high ever. Not even close. Like forty five thousand okay. is like way higher than it has ever been ever. They're averaging. Hmm. I think it was like I can't remember how many per day it was. They're averaging, but it, it, it's somebody in the background is doing this investigation, and a lot of people think it's. Um, uh, his last name's Huber. I can't remember his first name. God damn it. He's the <laughs> assistant de- he's the assistant attorney general to Rod Rosenstein. Okay. Yeah. So he they believe that he is doing a lot of this stuff off the like kind of out of DC, away from the swamp, and he's kind of putting together a lot of these uh indictments and there's rumor and speculation that it's the, all the people that are going down are all tied into you know this whole network of corruption across mm. the whole nation how how do we i i mean I, I guess my thought process you know sure we find out there's corruption how mm-hmm. do we how do we move forward beyond that you know if they unseal the indictments they go they're arrested and they've also well, upgraded guantanamo bay to be much much bigger to accommodate many many more people which why would they do that when good Guant- right. you know what's the purpose of it why do you have all these indictments and why do you have guantanamo bay getting almost a billion dollar renovation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but how, how, what I'm saying is how do you stop corruption in general? Like, sure. We find out who's yeah. corrupt now, you Tran- know? Yeah. Transparency is the only way. Yeah. But how, how do we obtain transparency without, um, everything just being out in the open? And then if everything's out in the open, yeah. Then we then we risk things like, um, you know, letting all our secrets fly, and um, you know, as far as like, um, you know, uh, maybe weaponry or you know, like there are a lot of things that shouldn't be, yeah, um, yeah. out in the open. But but if we're wanting to get to a place where we're wanting to have a um, a government that is free of corruption then it feels like that's the only way is just to have that full transparency 100 percent full yeah and and i mean like 
what I mean, what do people, most people go to war for? Like, what what's what is it usually that they're going to war for? Well, war is a way to generate revenue, right? It's it's uh, yeah. You you know you can manufacture. You know, in wartime, I mean, you look at like uh, most of the time the, that the U.S. economy has had a giant boost has been you know shortly before, during, or after a major war. Mm-hmm. So you know, with that being said, I mean, you, if you take out the corruption and you're kind of also taking out the need to go to war, and, and I, this isn't something that's just going on in the United States. Like people are following this worldwide because the United States is the key to all of it. Like that—that's the key to everything kind of going right. down. And, and the other countries, I think they know they know what's going on. Like there's a reason that if you look at Trump's itinerary for the last two years that he has visited so many different world leaders like and i you know i do believe that they're they're aware that something that there is going to be a disclosure to a degree i don't know if anyone knows to what degree it's going to be because it's you have to be careful with this yeah um but i i don't think i think that if there is a disclosure and to keep secrets from getting out or to keep war from going on you have to you know first you'd have to release some of this technology that would take away the necessity for people to fight because most people fight out of necessity as well. Like they go to war for resources or this or that, or that's the thing they make it seem like they need to do because they create shortages across the world. Like Mm -hmm. there, there is not, there is enough for everybody, but it's not distributed evenly. And I'm not saying it should be or shouldn't be, but everyone should have access to certain basic things. And we have the technology to be able to do that. Yeah. And also with the money thing, like they've already put out um, a proposed bill to put the dollar back on the gold standard. Yeah, you were talking about that last conspiracy. Uh, yeah, the, the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. So that they they want to do that, which would take away like the whole like they basically need to get rid of that whole Federal Reserve like royal banking system, the the system mm-hmm. where you have all these banker families that dictate the money, that control the money. Like that can't happen. Like, you're always gonna have like well i can't remember who it was but it was um this one guy uh that studied it said like you're always gonna have perpetual war as long as the system exists like that's the only way to keep it going is by perpetual war sure and 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 power corrupts wealth corrupts money corrupts so i mean yeah um if you own all the money you can buy whoever you want yeah and you can make them do whatever you want exactly so it's like the these puppets that you see that are in politics most of them are bought and paid for a long time ago by either the military industrial complex like they give tons of money to john mccain and that's why he's always so like pro to go to war like oh yeah we need Mm -hmm. to go to war we can't take this there's always something going on behind the scenes they've been paying these people off for like decades yeah do you think that there there's a system in place where um the the people in power are are conditioning those who who will teach future generations the same methods do you feel like that's like is this like uh is this being what the the agenda that they're wanting to push do you feel like this is being um taught at in schools or um no it's like a cultural thing okay like it's this has been this plan that they've been executing is multi-generational like it it dates back quite a long ways sure um like i think if you could take it back to the 1700s with the current families that are part of it 
but mm-hmm. even prior to that, those same bloodlines go all the way back to Sumer and Egypt. Like this is very old. Um, okay. And bloodlines are very important to them. Like I've, we kind of talked about this before, but there is like a, you know, they, you could call it Satanism or Luciferianism or whatever you want to call it, but there is a culture that these people do share in that has a certain way that they go about doing things and it has a way of prepping people to be in future positions of power like Elizabeth May and or sorry Theresa May and um Angela Merkel and and Justin Trudeau like members that have familiar names that if you go back that they you you end up finding out like like uh there's connections to these people that go way back to the same people like the same right, uh, yeah. influences the Clintons have a tie to I can't remember which early president. I want to say it's like, um, mm, I, I you know I can't even remember off the top of my head, but like the not not Jackson, but like one of the early early presidents. Um, there's like, yeah, there are these ties that are sort of strange that you wouldn't you wouldn't re- in, in like a typical you know like a non-corrupt government you wouldn't expect to see like the i don't same, know you wouldn't see bloodlines would, showing up right all the time. yeah exactly, exactly it's like i thought we got rid of this royalty hierarchy thing a long time ago but right, it doesn't yep. seem to be the case when you actually start looking into these people's history like i know that the bushes and the royal british family like prince charles they share a common ancestor a bloodline mm-hmm. ancestor when you go back I think they even shared lineage with um, Vlad the Impaler, and it even goes back even further. And it's the same thing with even the Rockefellers, the Bilderbergers, like Mm -hmm. all these families all share lineage that goes back very, very long, and they're always kind of tied in with the same other families. But that, it's a little bit off topic of Q, but that that is kind of like what they're trying to point out by putting all these posts in. Is like, you know, you see in like... Um, 1822 he says like uh where is it fake news fake news collaborating and pushing knowingly false information fake news knowingly pushes knowingly false narrative pushes number one potus colluded with russia in 2016 election number two potus is a as a puppet to putin POTUS is irreparably harm relationship with our allies. POTUS will collapse U- U.S. economy. POTUS will collapse the stock market. Coda- POTUS will cause war with North Korea. POTUS will cause war with Iran. POTUS will destroy the world. Like these are all false. Like these are all narratives that the the mainstream media has been putting out in the last two years. And it's you know ultimately it's like Q says they want you divided. They want you divided by race. They want you divided by religion. They want you divided by culture, by class, by political affiliation, because divided everybody is weak. If you fall mm-hmm. into the ideas of that system, you will you will set, step into the line of the box that you're associated with, and you're, you're basically all compartmentalized. The, mm-hmm. the thing they are scared of the absolute most is people unifying and just basically looking at them and being like, we don't believe you anymore, and we're not going to. You, you've, you know, there's no reason for us to. Right. It, uh, I'm at this point in time, I'm, I'm questioning everything. Right. So like I'm questioning the government. I'm, I'm questioning, you know, QAnon, like I'm questioning everything. Like what agenda, like what reason does, is, is there an ulterior motive for QAnon? You know, is like there's it seems like everybody's got their own thing that they're trying to do for the betterment of themselves so 
Yeah. Is this just another thing? It's it's hard and it's hard to tell nowadays. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's a good argument. That's a good point to make up too, because people did say like there is merchant to queue merchandise being sold on Amazon and eBay. So is this mm-hmm. some dude just trying to do all this to make money by selling merch? Maybe that's a fucking one elaborate way to go about it. But, it's very elaborate, yeah. But I mean, yeah, there are people that are going to monetize off this. Is it going to be the guy that's actually behind the keyboard or girl or or group? We don't know until this goes like my thing is like I don't know what to say until this goes on longer. Right. Like I, I do think that it's going to take a little bit more time of this going on for me to really be a believer because until I see some arrests or until I see something substantial, like this is all cute and great and stuff and like mm-hmm. very interesting, but I want to see some goddamn punishment. I want to see some consequences for the actions that these people have apparently done. And and from what they're saying is, you know, we're getting closer and closer to it, especially if they declassify that FISA memo that I was mentioning earlier with, um, with David Nunes with Congressman Nunes, if that does come out and if it's what they're saying it is, you know, they're saying like undeniably when people read this, the unredacted, like the completely unclassified or declassified and unredacted version of it, there will be zero doubt in what, what has been going on behind the scenes. And it'll be zero doubt that these people, like if you didn't already know are very corrupt and do not give a shit about the constitution or following rules or anything, they do their own thing. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to, this will have to be something we follow up on uh, the, the further it goes. Um, Cause it's, there's a lot to it. And I mean, like you said, this dates all the way back to um, October 28th, 2017. So yeah, there's tons of stuff from, for me to mull through for everybody to mull through and for us to just so, sort of see how this pans out in the end, because like you said, uh, it's going to take some, it's going to take a little bit more than just, you know, these posts for me to, to for me to believe. Yeah. Um you actually want to go down to 1809 for uh real quick. I just yeah. want, that that's the breakdown of the sealed indictments that I was kind of mentioning before. Okay, let me get up to it here. I <clears throat> scrolled all the way to the bottom. Uh 16 17 18 somewhere around here let's see uh, go up go up 18 you said 1809 mm-hmm. I'm almost there there we go okay so that's all of the sealed indictments up to July 31st yes okay and you can Wait see they have it broken down, like the dates that they were issued. The The far left, the left column is the total, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, so like he says at the bottom, how many are normal? 1,077 in all of 2006 per 2009 report. They're at 45,000. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. 45,468, 5,052 per month average that they've been accumulating to this. Ooh. Yeah. And you don't see the, like, this is not, there's nothing secret about this. This has been public for the last two years that this is, count's been going up. You have not seen the mainstream media cover it once. Not, Hmm. not once. Yeah. You sort of wonder why that is. But, I mean, maybe you don't. (laughs) It's true. And then you look at 1808, 
Um, and someone had put up, so when the WikiLeaks, like that, uh, the DNC w- emails were released uh, just before the 2016 election, somebody put in all the P- all the different members of the media that were named in the DNC emails. These are all people that were either colluding or cooperating or communicating with members of the DNC. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there's some information here. <laughs> yeah, these are like I told you, these anons don't fuck around. They they go and they'll dig up this information and they'll go through each and every one of those 30,000 emails and they will sift through everything and they'll look they'll look at every detail they can to find any kind of evidence and they are very critical of each other's uh presentations. They're very critical and that that's will, what keeps it very kind of true. Yeah, I will say um oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. That, no, I understand now. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> so much remains to be seen. Um, and I think I think at this point we'll just have to, uh, we'll have to sort of wait it out and see see what comes next for for everything related to QAnon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think at this point it'd be a, be a good time. We'll just, uh, we'll sort of, to be continued, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, Jer, thanks for stopping by, man. I really appreciate it, and uh, and we'll for sure, uh, you know, keep monitoring this the situation, and uh, and we'll circle back around to it, uh, you know, here within the next couple months. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Thank you for having me on again. Of course, happy to have you. Um, and uh, I'll be back here in a second, guys, to wrap everything up. So there we go, guys. Another one in the bank, episode seventy-five. Hope you guys enjoyed this one, man. Uh, sort of a, just a, just a clusterfuck of information <laughs> and, uh, and a, probably a piss poor attempt at a person trying to make sense of it. Uh, me, not Jer. Jer seems to have a pretty good grasp on the situation. Uh, admittedly, I'm, I'm probably not on the same level. Um, but that's fine. You know, that's why we have him on. He knows, uh, he's looked into this stuff. He's done some research, and uh, and and the at the end of the at the end of the day, that's that's sort of what you're looking for in these conspiracy theory episodes. You don't want some assholes who just fucking looked it up on Google and just reciting what Google's telling us. I mean, gotta have an informed opinion about the stuff, uh, and you know, with a little bit more research, maybe the next time around, I'll have a better uh, informed opinion myself. Uh, but we're, we're just going to wrap it up. Uh, want to thank you guys for dropping back in. Uh, appreciate you guys for, for coming back and listening, uh, telling your friends about the, about the podcast. Uh, want to remind you guys, uh, to head over and check us out on Spotify. We're there recently as of, uh, last week, obviously you guys heard, so, uh, so head over, give us a listen there. If you want to just keep listening where you are, that's cool too. Um, no worries. Make sure to tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, if you want to check us out all over social media, we're, we're there. Just search for Jumbled Podcast. And if you want to shoot us an email, jumbledpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for topics you want us to cover, just let us know about that as well. And um, want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Again, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled to get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. It's a win-win. 
And, uh, you know, if you don't take it up, you know, then that's a shame on you, you know? Because uh, they got all the books, you know? They got a book monopoly going on over there. Obviously, they don't have a monopoly because that's uh, that's not cool. But they have a lot of books is what I'm saying. So, you know, I've said it before. Just go check them out. They got all of the greatest books that you could want to listen to. Um, and if you want to be a patron to the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and give what you feel comfortable with. Uh, but that's going to do it guys. I appreciate you guys for, uh, again, for listening. And we hope that you'll come back next week for another episode of jumbled, your favorite podcast about QAnon. Ooh, is it about QAnon? I don't, I, I still don't know what's happening. (laughs) 